Welcome to the Debo Unfiltered Podcast. We are your hosts, our Mary, Dr. Nafi, and Anna Faye We are here to engage, educate, and hopefully empower you. Today's episode is going to be a very interesting one. It is um, the topic of punishment versus discipline when it comes to children for parents or, or guardians or the aunties and uncles that are raising some of their nieces and nephews. So when we hear the word punishment and discipline, sometimes it's used interchangeably, right? People make the mistake of thinking both words mean the same thing. However, there are two kinds of discipline. There's positive discipline and then there's negative discipline. With positive discipline, you get to teach your child how to correct their behavior and make better choices to prevent misbehaving. Then there's negative discipline. And this is where most people call it punishment. So punishment is about causing some form of suffering to your child in retaliation for their misbehavior. So today we're going to discuss, for those of us that are parents, what is our style? Do we discipline or do we punish? What is the difference? Also, we'll dig a little bit into our own childhood backgrounds, what did we experience growing up? Because, you know, a lot of times we grow up a certain way and then you swear, like, I'll never do that to my kids, right? Then you hear yourself and you're like, oh my God, I sound just like my mom. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, oh my God, I'm doing the exact same thing my dad used to do, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is going to be a very interesting topic. And if I can just go first, I didn't grow up in a household where there was a lot of punishment, especially not for the girls. Now, if you ask the boys, they might have a completely different response. But for the girls, there wasn't a lot of punishment. My dad's disciplinary style was lectures. And all of my friends will definitely be the ones to attest to the fact that they even got roped into these lecturing sessions. Sometimes it would be like us getting ready to go to the club Mm. and then he calls us in, kind of new duty like let's do the last prayer of the day and then he lays in the lectures and then makes you feel so bad now all the intentions you had for the club you're like oh man should we just change and stay home (laughs) and then my mom my sweet sweet mom so my mom was um a permissive parent so we didn't really get disciplined by my mom. We didn't get punished and we didn't get disciplined. Um, but then the way she would show that she was unhappy with our behavior or, or that she didn't approve of something we did, mm-hmm. um, or if we upset her, we would know because she'll start speaking Swahili and we're completely lost. Like, wait, what is she talking about? We don't understand because she will go right into, into speaking Swahili to express her frustrations. Mm-hmm. And then when she calms down, um, she will talk to us like you know or you did this and I didn't approve of it but um and then when we were much younger she was the spanker my mom would mm-hmm. spank her like she would grab a shoe or she mm-hmm. would use her hands <laughs> and boy she would go to town and we'll be running around her in circles and she'll be mm-hmm. trying to catch us um so that was my experience with with discipline um more discipline I'd have to say than punishment we didn't really get a lot of punishment. And if we did, I want to say it was more the boys mm-hmm. than the girls. Oh, Mary, how was it for you? Um, so, no, I'm, I'm laughing. I don't know, because it's just um, hilarious that it's, it sounded just like my dad, the lectures, because I felt like the lectures were actually worse. I'm like, mm-hmm. just beat me up. And I'll just <laughs> take it because the lectures, honey, it's like, and it's like he knew exactly what we're about to do. 
and the lectures would be exactly around that topic. I'm like, how does he know, right? <laughs> so I'm laughing just thinking about it because then, yeah, you just feel like shit. You're like, oh, my God, I was just about to do that. And then he's giving you that lecture. But, yes, my household growing up was definitely more discipline than punishment, even though I did get once in a while, I got some some really, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ass whooping, I would mm-hmm. say. <laughs> and um, I would go hide under the bed in the middle so you can't get to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, trying to dig me out of there because mm-hmm. and it was always, always like we went out somewhere mm-hmm. and I just lied about it. I'm like, I don't want to tell you where we were because mm-hmm. there were boys involved, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just the little things but again it just goes back if you had those lines of communications open and you know going back to like your comment like you know I swear I'm not going to do this to my kids that's that's, that's exactly where it came from it's like I just I just I don't want that terrifying face of like did you go see a boy and you're like no but you did right Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, and you know, back in the day, it wasn't like we were having sex or anything. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just holding hands and kisses. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it, mm-hmm. right? Um, but um, I had definitely more of the, the discipline, like I said, the punishment. When it comes to my mom, my mom, neither disciplined nor punished. Like, she was just, my mom was just, she was just a sweet, sweet lady. Like, Aww. We just we just took advantage of her so much. <laughs> um, she might just come in and I think I would I would say maybe a couple of disciplines would be like, you know, fold your closet. That was mm-hmm. her thing. If she wanted to punish you, she'll just come in that in the room and just literally open your closet, put pulls everything on the floor and it's like, okay, start folding clothes. And that for me, you just killed my day. So I remember that was like the one thing that I hated and that sh- maybe that was a form form of punishment mm, for us. Yeah. But that was it. Like, aside from that, it wasn't like, you can't do this. You can't. Like, it was just, she was really, really sweet. I mean, till this day, she's the same way. Um, so, yeah, that was for me. Um, Dr. Nafi. So, with my parents, so they were quite different. I would say that the, um, the disciplinarian in my family would be my dad. Oh, you do not mess with that man. If, if, my, if we did something wrong and my mother said, wait till your dad came back. Yo, it's like, lady, lady, just, just, just come on, just do it and get it over with. Why do you have to just let me sit here miserably be waiting and picturing what may happen? (laughs) Sometimes, though, the funny thing is with my mom, it's mostly just threats. Just the threat of wait till your dad gets back will do it for me. (laughs) I am sweating. I am hyperventilating. I'm begging. I'm going under the bed. You know, don't tell dad. Because with my dad, he definitely spanked us. As kids, my dad would spank you. If you did something wrong, you got spanked. And um, some some of the other ways that we would get disciplined would be, do you guys remember the monkey dance? Oh, <laughs> oh, we would have the monkey dance. We would have to do the monkey dance. And for some of our listeners who don't know what that is, it's just like a form of a squat they'll make you do a few squats. Like, for example, if you, like, misbehaved or or got in trouble, your parents would say, you know, do 50 uh, squats going up and down, up and down. And that would kill your your thighs, you know? So that was a form of punishment just because it it hurt. Like, after you had 
you were done, like your, your, your muscles would be all sore or standing on one leg for literally an hour. Like you had to balance your one leg for an hour. Things like that um, was something that I, 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 I got, I received as a kid. But mostly I would say from like maybe school, from a teacher or something like that. So my mom, it was mostly just, you know, if you did something wrong, she would take away things like if you had to go, if you were going to go to a party, if you were invited to a birthday party, oh, that whole month, I was the best kid on the block. (laughs) (laughs) I did my dishes. I did my homework because I knew with my mom, if you did something wrong, she will not physically hit you, but she will say you, the party is over. You're not going to such and such birthday party. And that would be like the end of the world for a kid, right? Mm-hmm. So those were the biggest things that I would be scared of as far as I got disciplined this way. So my dad definitely was the spanker. And my mom was mostly just saying, you know, you couldn't get this, you couldn't get that. Or like she would take away some things away from you for a while just so that you correct your behavior um so but what I wanted to talk about because I know so definitely punishment most people would do it just you know to as an as to instill a a penalty for a kid like something that you did or pay for your mistakes you did this so you know therefore you get this kind of punishment but I feel like like the desire to like inflict punishment, I think that sometimes it comes from the feelings of frustrations. I don't know, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but like as a parent or somebody, I think people instantly want to punish a kid for doing something because you're frustrated or maybe you've told them not to do this one thing over and over and over and then they go ahead and do it anyway or you're in public and they're doing things that are embarrassing you and you're frustrated. So people have a tendency of like, hitting the kid over the head or yelling at them and, or, you know, just even taking away like privileges and stuff like that, which most of those are common. But I think from where we all came from, especially particularly in Gambia, you know, some of the forms of discipline and punishment that we've seen, we've seen excessive and harsh punishments. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. so I thought we should talk a little bit about that. I mean, like, especially using things like, you know, like the cable from like radios and curling irons and bells mm-hmm. to using bakus. You know baku. Mm-hmm. And yeah. using sticks, matai. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. to, to hit people with it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I remember this distinctly because I know that one of my, um, my, my cousins, one of my cousins, we're not really close, but I always wondered what happened to her teeth. So her lower teeth are crooked. They all went to one <laughs> side, right? Her lower teeth, yeah, they all like are misaligned. They, like they turn on one direction. You can tell they're very misaligned. Mm. And I come to find out that that happened because her mom hit her with a stretching comb in her oh, mouth. Gosh. Shit. Mm. And so these are things that are real. It happens to people. Where parents sometimes will, you know, like enforce the harshest of punishments to the kids because what we're, what we're doing is, in most cases, you find out that they are reacting rather than being proactive about a way to, to you know, like discipline mm-hmm. a kid. They react to whatever the kid did. Maybe the kid dropped 
a dish full of food or something, right? And you instinctively just reach out and slap that kid for doing that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I remembered one thing that I that kind of formed the way that I thought of one of my uncles, actually, was that when I was a kid, I remembered he was living in a house. So he came in, he was very hot-tempered, and but I hadn't had any issues with him, but I've seen him like hit other kids and stuff. And he came in one day and he says, Nafi, didn't I tell you to like clean, clean, like such and such, something he had told me to do before he left. So when he came back, I don't know if he maybe had some something going on. He was in, you know, he was in a bad mood. So he said to me, didn't I tell you to like clean such and such? So I am sitting down. I was playing, actually. And when he asked me, didn't I tell you to do such and such? I didn't even I didn't get a chance to reply. And he slapped me so hard Mm. on my face. He slapped me so hard that I actually fell backwards. And so my dad came outside and he saw what happened. Like my dad has never even hit me like that. So my dad came out and saw what happened. And while I was crying, I said to him, I said, I already did it. I already did it. And he was so embarrassed because he now had just hit me for something that I had already taken care of, but he didn't get a chance to ask me without being impatient. He thought I didn't do it yet. So he hit me, but then I, he realized that I already did. He never said sorry. He just walked away. And so my dad came, like he hugged me and then like he gave, like he gave me candy and stuff. But he never, one, the dynamic about this though is this. My dad did not say anything to him at that time. I don't know if they had a conversation after that. I mean, he never hit me after that, but my dad didn't say anything. And I don't know if that's because in our culture, when one adult is punishing a kid you don't interfere or you don't say too much or you don't want to embarrass them so I think my dad didn't want to embarrass his brother Mm -hmm. right and so that's why he didn't say to him or yelled at him and said hey what what the hell are you doing with my kid right because in our culture I am you know my child is your child kind of mentality in the family so uncles and aunties and they can all also join in sometimes in the disciplining of the kid right Mm -hmm. And so I still remember this, how that made me feel. So I, I was never close to him. And I've always, even as an adult, I would think about that. He's now passed away, you know, he's dead. But I still think when anybody mentions his name, that's the first thing I think about him is how hard he hit me. You yeah. know what I mean? And so we don't really think about these things uh, that, that the way we treat the kids or the way we discipline them might actually cause, you know, or it might build resentment, mm-hmm. you know, later on in life. So I wanted to ask you guys, what were some of you guys's, um, you know, whether it's family that you noticed your disciplining or whatnot, you know, what are some of your experiences, Anna? So I think, um, oh man, you said that um, about the distant cousin who's, mm-hmm teeth were misaligned and it mm-hmm. just broke my heart because we also have to be very clear and we need mm-hmm. our listeners to understand 
that even though a lot of Africans have stories, I mean, horrible stories, and now as adults, we'll laugh about it, right? Well, remember that time mom was running after us with a shoe? Mm-hmm. Remember that time mom threw a plate at my head? Remember that time mom beat me so bad, you know, I couldn't sit mm-hmm. or I couldn't lay down mm-hmm. on the bed? Remember mm-hmm. that? But we have to understand that these are, this was physical abuse from the hands of our parents, from the at the hands of our parents and at the hands of our, our guardians or at the hands of the adults mm-hmm. in our lives who were supposed to care mm-hmm. and, and, and love us. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. physical abuse. And we all just need to just take a moment, that. acknowledge that mm-hmm. right. and, and, and sit with it. Because if you're being hit with hands or mm-hmm. objects, if you're being slapped or punched, if you're being kicked or you're, you're being shaken or things are being thrown at you or you've been burned or they're biting you and scratching Mm. you or you've broken bones or they try to drown you. These are all physical abuse. You have passed the point of punishment at Mm -hmm. this time, at this point, you are now physically abusing a child. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about hitting your child so hard that her teeth are now misaligned, Mm. that's not punishment. That's child abuse. Mm-hmm. We practice a lot of child abuse in Africa, mm-hmm. in a lot of our communities, and we've normalized it to the point where either nobody jumps in to save the child, mm-hmm. or they'll say the child is stubborn and deserves it, or mm-hmm. they say the child does not listen, therefore the punishment is warranted, right? Or even as adults, you'll find us narrating these stories from our childhood, and we will protect our parents by saying, man, I used to be a badass kid. No, right. you are not mm-hmm. a badass kid. You were Mm -hmm. simply a kid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and your parent was taking out their frustrations out on you. Mm -hmm. Speak on it, girl. Yes. And I feel like when we tell these stories, we need to make sure that as adults, now that we know better because we've educated ourselves, Mm -hmm. we've read books, we were exposed, we're out in the West where, listen, you cannot come to these countries and beat your child black and blue. They Mm -hmm. get to school and they can't sit. Because mm-hmm. when they can't sit, the counselor is going to ask them to go to the nurse. The nurse is going to ask them to pull down their pants or their shirt because they want to see what is the problem. Mm-hmm. Those bruises, once discovered, guess what, ma'am, sir, you will be in jail. Mm-hmm. Because that is not accepted in these countries. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not the same back home. I understand that. You can get away with beating your child so bad. The next day you mm-hmm. tell the child, they do them school. Mm-hmm. You tell your, you excuse your child from going to school because mm-hmm. you have abused your child so badly that mm-hmm. you don't want them to go to school and be seen like that. Mm-hmm. And in most of those cases, we need to address what is wrong with the adult because the child is not the problem mm-hmm. for you to be so angry and frustrated to inflict such pain mm-hmm. at that level to a child who is helpless says mm-hmm. more about you than it does about the child. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that when we talk about some of the in- injuries that we've, mm-hmm. we've got from childhood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The signs that mm-hmm. are there that we grew up with, you'll ask someone about a scar, right? Mm-hmm. And they tell you, oh, this was that one time my uncle beat me. Mm-hmm. Or if, if your child has swelling or, or bruises or fractures, mm-hmm. or they have breathing problems or seizures, or I knew one child who the mom would beat her so bad that before the mom came home from, from work, the mm-hmm. child would always vomit. Like she would just mm-hmm. throw up because wow. she knew 
and it was like it didn't matter how how well she cleaned the house mm-hmm. how much she made sure that her younger siblings were showered and the house was clean and she swept and then the food was ready she just knew there was something that exactly. was going to set off the mom and then the mom would hit her so it was mm-hmm. like every evening dafane karik do with you she will just throw anxiety, up because of yeah, the fear yeah, anxiety, yeah. anxiety, of, yeah, yeah. anxiety of what was to come so mm-hmm. so with that i think we also um i'll i'll pass it on to you our mary but i think once you share then we need to go into some of the alternatives right mm-hmm. to spanking your child to hitting your child and mm-hmm. also stopping and taking a step back to say like this there's nothing a little kid does that warrants you to beat them to the point where they're bleeding they're bruised they've broken bones their teeth are being misaligned like mm-hmm. like what can a child do that is so bad that warrants that kind of a behavior so mm-hmm. you have to look inward as the adult and say what's my issue mm-hmm. exactly and that's exactly where i was going to come in because i'm like i think you covered all these points right mm-hmm. like you're not supposed to do this you're not supposed to do that I mean mind mm-hmm. you obviously I think most parents especially in our in our communities or in our culture they do these things um because of fear right one thing is fear if you think about it, if you go back to um even even slavery time of slavery or before you know you're trying to have this perfect kid right like you want them to to be because of what society will will think and most of our our, our I feel like our parents back in mm-hmm. the day they were doing these things um I wouldn't even it's not even discipline at this point mm-hmm. those were just punishment because I feel like what we're doing with our kids now mostly is discipline maybe I, I got discipline for sure from my parents um but the punishment like I know some of my friends would get like you know host pipe dilen ko dores and yaram like and and that comes from fear lack of confidence from the parent these are issues from the parent mm-hmm. um that are just going down and it's like exactly what is wrong with me what am i in fear of like what am i fearful of that i have to take my children and beat them up like what what am i trying to prevent what am i mm-hmm. fearful of and i think that's those are the questions that need to be asked because mm-hmm. if you think about it maybe you fear like if you think like some of these young girls now like will tell you my mom beat me because you know they don't want me to go meet boys what do you think these kids if you discipline them right why do you think that these kids are going to go get pregnant what do you fear like in fear of like for them to go and get pregnant Mm-hmm. why are you seeing yourself in it right and mm-hmm. so those are the questions that you have to ask yourself and i think as parents um you know yelling at uh, constantly yelling or threatening your kids um i i know that um for some some parents obviously um that that does work for them like you mm-hmm. could threaten like all that but that these you're not hitting but i think when you there's certain things when you once you use uh, certain words or even go into um beating whatever spanking um it's just it does something to these children right and not mm-hmm. everybody's not every child's brain is as strong as another um you see a lot of anxiety comes into mm-hmm. play a lot of other issues that will come mm-hmm. into play for these children later on in life and our culture in the gambia for sure you know even sometimes in the african american culture in in america you see it like 
you know, mm-hmm. kids get beat up. Like you get your your ass gonna get whooped, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and we think that's normalized. But let's go back into why were we doing this? What did we see? Mm-hmm. Even in the African American community, think about it. Like during mm-hmm. slavery, like we want to have these perfect kids, and they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Perfect people don't exist, right? Mm-hmm. And so why not discipline and why not have these conversations, tough conversations that you want to have with your children and let them explain it. Yes, sometimes you're so frustrated, I understand. And it's just easy to just like, you know, your frustration just poured into kids. But you have to really think about it. And even if that happens, which, yes, it will happen as a parent, you will get frustrated. You'll say things that you don't want to see. Say, please go back and apologize to these kids because they are just like you. Mm-hmm. They are just like you. You would want somebody to come in and apologize to you. It's the same way, these kids. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm frustrated. They're talking to me and I'm like, hold on, hold on. Or I'll just say, ah, just wait, right? Mm-hmm. And then I realize that because I see it in their face. Mm-hmm. The way they walk away and they sit. And it just kills me, everything in me. And I'll go and I apologize and I hug and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. But you have to get that. Right. So for me, like personally with my own children, because I have three, definitely it's more discipline. I can't even punish right now because mm-hmm. they don't listen to me. We're in the same boat. Child, I'm at the point where they're like, okay, it's just mommy. Like, she'll be just yep. fine. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it's just mommy. Yeah, but, you know, but, but for sure. I would say, you know, it's more, it's definitely more discipline because when I started, my son, who's 18 now, I started with a little bit of punishment here and mm-hmm. there. I'm like, I'm going to come whoop you. You know, mm-hmm. I might have spanked a diaper here or there. Mm-hmm. And nothing worked. I looked at it. I said, it did not work. And then more reading, more exposure. It just doesn't work. And, and why do I want to beat my kids up? Like, why mm-hmm. do I want to do that? I don't want to do that. I love them too much. I want to discipline them. I want to teach them the right way, mm-hmm. but I don't want to beat them up. I want to explain and give them, you know, certain consequences, like taking right. privileges here or there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't want to take them and beat them up. They are not slaves. Mm-hmm. Right? Those days are over. I don't want mm-hmm. to that. And I know I cannot have perfect kids. Mm-hmm. I, I just love them the way they are. And so beating them up or punish them harshly it's just, it doesn't do well for me. And mm-hmm. that's just, you know, that's my take on it. I'll pass mm-hmm. it on to you, Nafi. You know, it's interesting because when you talked about like disciplining kids, I just heard you say that it's better to teach them. And I think we forget that aspect of when we do the disciplining or when we do the punishing. Um, so pretty much to, when you're, when you're, the difference would be, right? If you're disciplining a kid, in disciplining, you're teaching the kid new skills. Like you're giving them, I think, like firm guidelines and limitations, you know? Um, So just new skills as to how to manage their behavior and and stuff like that. So one of the things you would do, for example, would be like a timeout, right? Mm -hmm. So if your kid misbehaved or threw something or did something that was not a good uh, behavior, then you would have them do a timeout to kind of teach them how you know how to manage their behaviors right 
So like a healthy discipline would in, would would involve like you know giving kids clear rules and consistent negative consequences when it comes to breaking the rule. The key word is consistent. If you're not consistent, then you're not you're teaching the kids that you're wishy washy, right? So if today you tell the kid, you know, go clean the plate, and they don't, you hit them. Tomorrow they don't clean the plate, you don't hit them, or not even hit them, but you don't. You you tell them, you know, you can't play with your video games for for like an hour or for a day, right? So you want to be consistent because that's what teaches consistency. Is what what teaches the kids what what the you know what they need to be doing but if you're wishy-washy and going back and forth then they're kind of inconsistent in okay what do i do sometimes i i get in trouble other times i don't should i continue the behavior should i not right mm-hmm. so consistency is the key um and and pretty much when you do when you do discipline it's more of a proactive thing rather than a reactive thing right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so for example um like uh, like you do positive reinforcement, right? With, and which will encourage the kids to do good behavior, right? Growing up, if we must be honest, honest, having these positive reinforcements is very far few in between. Because Gambia, lunde wah moene haledun kotaga yaral nale ngadam lima That's it. It's the truth. You know, like you don't, <laughs> I don't see par- parents sitting there like, you know, mm-hmm. my kid is this, my kid is that. No, what used to happen was it didn't matter how good we were. We were always being compared to the kids next door. Right. Like, excuse me. Uh, Kumba mom. Halibu, I'm fine, Yo mom That's talk, true. Right? You know that's what I mean? True. Like that kind and of that, thing, I right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And another thing that I that we have to bring to the forefront in the form of punishment or disciplining, we need to stop shaming the kids. Ooh. We cannot be belittling the kids. Do mm-hmm. you remember back in the day? I remembered in our neighborhood when one of the kids used to wet in the bed. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Public mm-hmm. shaming. Her mom would bring her outside for all the kids to laugh at her and see her and point mm-hmm. at her. Come on now. And the mattress. Mm-hmm. And you got it. And mm-hmm. back then, we don't think about it, but this is doing psychological scarring to the kid, the way that we are publicly humiliating and shaming these kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got to think about some of the things that we do. And I know, right, like in our generation, you know, you can say living in the diaspora or even in Gambia, like the younger people, right? Um, the difference between punishment and discipline might be a new concept, right? Because of the way that we were raised, Right. Having Mm -hmm. to now be mindful enough in your parenting, that may be a new concept that we're all trying to tackle. Right. Mm -hmm. Because because we may have experienced different forms of punishment. And so naturally you feel drawn to this type of parenting because it is what we're familiar with. Right. Uh So when Mm -hmm. you have a child and they do the same thing, what's the reaction? You want to pop them. You want to slap them. You want to say something nasty to them. Right. Mm-hmm. because maybe that's what you lived with your aunt and that's what she used to do to you, right? Would say mm-hmm. these words. So, and then there are others who have experienced this punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they want to parent a completely different way, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't know, you know, they don't quite know how to do that. 
you know, like I, I, you know, they, you can say things like, you know, I was severely like beaten, you know, as a kid, but I don't want to, you know, recreate the same thing with my own child. Right. But you're struggling because you don't know how to do it any different. Right. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways. So there are different types. These are all different types of scenarios that people are struggling with. Right. Because not everybody's like, well, like our Mary, I'm not going to hit my kids because that's just not right. 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 And there's others that may be listening to this podcast who might be along the lines of they actually punish their kids, but they're struggling because they don't know what other way to do it. And so we're hoping that in having to discuss what are some of the things that they could do right versus not do right, right? If you ladies can give some examples, like in your cases, what are some of the ways that you handle things? So the way that I understand it, based on what you both talked about. So both Anna and our Mary, you both are saying that you're not the disciplinarian in your household, right? It's your husband's. Well, there's no spanking period. Like for right. us, we we just, and I think also it, it matters how the parents communicate when it right. comes to raising the child, disciplining mm-hmm. the child and punishing mm-hmm. the child, because right. you have to be on the same page. The idea before used to be good cop, bad cop, and that just mm-hmm. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You both have to be on the same page. So Correct. there's non-starters, right? For example, there's no spanking in our house, point blank period. Right. We That's decided- it that there'll be no spanking. Not to say that okay. my, like, for example, mm-hmm. my my husband did used to spank my son very mm-hmm. rarely, but he did. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I don't want you spanking Omar anymore. Like mm-hmm. you, you need to use your words with him. All right. When you get so frustrated that you want to spank him, I need you to walk away. You mm-hmm. be the grown up and do mm-hmm. the grown up thing of walking mm-hmm. away, go mm-hmm. calm down. Then when you gather yourself and your thoughts, come back and speak to your son, right? Mm-hmm. So we decided, no more spanking. Another thing we decided is no yelling. Yelling is ineffective. So mm-hmm. we decided there's no yelling in our household. But I'm, the point is the parents have to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Figure out what works for you and share what kind of childhood did you come from? Mm-hmm. What kind of childhood did your wife come from? What worked? What didn't work? What mm-hmm. do you guys want to implement together as, mm-hmm. as a rule of thumb for your children and then you know and then give each other signs also right so my Mm -hmm. husband is very long-winded lord jesus have mercy so (laughs) he will he will take any occasion like to give a lecture right so i have Mm -hmm. to give him the sign sometimes like okay you done lost your audience Mm -hmm. really back in stop let's Mm -hmm. break right here give Mm -hmm. us give us give us the minute or two to let it sink in so Mm -hmm. we have signed like i'll give him the look sometimes i'll shake my head like you gone too far like really Mm -hmm. back in um, mm-hmm. so it's okay for, for the parents to also have their own way of, of communicating, but then to the children, it looks like we're on the same page mm-hmm. later on. I'm like, baby, you did too much. Like, come on. Like it was not that serious, but All of right. course with me, I'm, I'm, they call me, you know, uh, mommy, everything goes. So with me, he mm-hmm. feels like it, leave it up to you. Everything is always baby, right. it's not a big deal. Baby's not a big deal, but mm-hmm. we do have a way of communicating even in front of the kids where they don't catch it, where we're able to also make sure we set the limits and boundaries for each other Mm -hmm. so that we're not losing the children. But one thing I wanted to bring up that is also abusive in a lot of our Gambian communities and, and whether it's in the diaspora or it's back home that we don't see as abuse, even though it is, is name calling. Mm -hmm. 
There is nothing more damaging to a child, to their self-esteem and to their confidence Mm -hmm. than name calling. And we have normalized name calling to the point where everybody is okay with being called Fatu Bot, Musa Bopa, Chef de Kong, Chef de Ngunja, right? This one name we grew up hearing because you're so skinny, yo yai chef de kong. You're mm-hmm. so skinny, yo yai chef de gunja. Kim over yellow, you say we need early butut. It's like, when we were kids, somebody was so skinny, they called them butit. You think? Yeah, we need to stop the name calling as parents and adults in the household because it's abusive, it's yeah. using derogatory language. Mm-hmm. It insults the child and it chips mm-hmm. away at their self-esteem and exactly. also in their self-worth and then mm-hmm. just their concept of self. They start thinking they're not enough. They start thinking mm-hmm. something is wrong with them. nephew. Aji is a form of abuse to a child. So basically what I was saying is that we need to stop normalizing the behavior of name calling when it comes to our children, because it's very damaging. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we do is we don't listen to our children. Instead, we blame them right away. Then you now label the child as the liar. Mm-hmm. So now the child is like, well, I mean, I might as well do whatever I want to do because whether I tell the truth or not, I am mm-hmm. the liar. Right. And now the child is running around with this label over their head as the liar. So how do I now become an honest person? How do I try to become a person with integrity when I've been mm-hmm. labeled in my household as the liar? And then the whole street picks up on it. is very damaging to children. Mm -hmm. So I think we Mm -hmm. need to also address that as we're talking about some of the punishments Mm -hmm. which are damaging to children, Mm -hmm. but because it's, it's verbal, right? You can't see it right away. You know, you can easily see bruises. You can easily see, you know, swollen face or red Mm -hmm. eye when you're hit or or punished by your parent. But Mm -hmm. when they, give you name call when they call you names and label you it's not so visible so you can't see the damage but it's there it's the emotional psychological scarring yeah Mm -hmm. i i I completely agree i mean these are things these are conversations that i think are very Mm -hmm. timely Mm -hmm. um because every time i mean it's not only the gambia i mean if you think about it like you've you've seen i mean we're all on instagram now so you Mm -hmm. get to see all these videos now and parents or even on tiktok parents think they're so proud of like what they're showing and i'm thinking what in the world are you actually putting it out there like that to see where you're shaming your children etc um, first of all, before this is my thing, before you call out your child has some uh, ears that are looking like monkeys or whatever it is. Have you seen yours? Because where did they get it from? <laughs> like, look in the damn mirror because you're the damn parent. Like, I always want to say that, like, before you calling butit or whatever wow. you just said earlier, <laughs> that just cracked me up. I'm like, you probably were butit yourself, like, or your husband was like, stop, like, stop it. It's just not cool. It's not cute. Um, and like you said, it's it's really damaging to to children 
to grow up around thinking, hey, if my parents said I'm ugly, then probably mm-hmm. I'm ugly. I mean, you do see it where you're like, oh, you're a family. Like, like, why would you say that? I mean, why would you say anything like that? Um, and, and, and cussing or yelling, we just mm-hmm. have really bad tendencies that, you know, scar um, individuals or scar mm-hmm. these kids all the way up later when they get married, they don't feel, you know, they don't feel secure. They, you have that lack of confidence. Only because, you know, you've been told your ears look a certain way or your lip looked a certain way or mm-hmm. you've been hit so many times, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you mentioned with your cousin with, with good te- teeth mm-hmm. um, or your body's been cut a certain way. Mm-hmm. Every time you look mm-hmm. at this, like, oh, yeah, yeah, my dad did this, cut me mm-hmm. here. And it's just not fun. It's just not cute. I always think about these, right? I'm thinking God has blessed you, bless you with the seeds of children. So you 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 know pass through with the blessing of having kids they come into this world yes you're supposed to discipline again discipline mm-hmm. it's very different from punishment mm-hmm. you're supposed to discipline that is teaching them the right way you mm-hmm. know showing them the ropes of life showing them how to do and um, so and instilling you know all this good virtues and so on and so forth but now you take these kids and you beat them you cuss them out you shame them what are you doing is that what parenting is at the end of the day so when people come in and they'll tell me well you know your kids my kids first of all they're not spoiled um we've taught them enough we have conversations with them they're lectures we we talk we sit down we talk i mean sometimes the the conversations are not even very comfortable but we have those conversations because i feel like they're necessary Mm -hmm. to have them rather than taking a, a a stick and beating you because I remember a friend of mine <laughs> went to their house and um, it was, I guess she did something bad. It was like, go get me a stick. The dad was like, go get me a stick. Mm-hmm. And so I went with her trying to find a stick that would hurt. <laughs> that will not hurt. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. like, well, let's just find maybe a dry one. No, let's get yeah. a wet one. Like, I'm thinking, which one is going to hurt? But I'm thinking, why the hell would anybody tell you to go get a stick? Psychological. beat me. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're just thinking about that punishment. How are you going to go get that? I mean, the entire night you're going to think about it. Imagine we have some strong headed people mm-hmm. because we probably all running around with some mental issues. Because can you imagine <laughs> having to think about like they're yeah. going to beat me up with some some belts. Mm-hmm. I remember like some people that used mm-hmm. to get beaten up with mm-hmm. fat belts from the car. Wow. Right. You t- I mean, it's just like, why? Why are you doing these things? I don't want to be that parent. If that's what parenting is, I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to have conversations with my kids. And the examples, like you mentioned, Dr. Nafi, examples. Mm-hmm. You went to school. We're paying mm-hmm. for you to go to private school or public. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. I invest in your education. Mm-hmm. Your exam comes mm-hmm. and you bring me a C. Do I whoop you? No. Why? Because you need to have those conversations. What's going on in school, honey? Why did I just now find out you're struggling in math or you're struggling in science or whatever it is? Did you, as a parent, did you do what you're supposed to do as follow-up in the school mm-hmm. to find out how your child is achieving mm-hmm. or not? That, that, that part. Right? Have you looked at her homework? Have you looked at her books mm-hmm. or his books? Looked? Right? Have you, mm-hmm. How engaged are you for you to just take that stick at the end of the exam to say my, my child brought a C or 
you know, whatever, 30, 30th uh, position or 20 something mm-hmm. position, whatever they do, right? Mm-hmm. In that context. Why would you just take your child and not have those conversations? Maybe there's a fucked up teacher teaching, excuse my French, teaching that child. Like, have you thought about that? Maybe a lazy teacher who's, maybe the child is not because of your behavior, didn't want to come and even was terrified to come in and tell you that I have a really bad teacher that's not teaching us or or so many other things. Maybe the kid has a learning disability. How about that? There's so many. So or they can't kids. see the blackboard because that's it, what I'm it's saying. blurred vision. They or need dyslexia or ADHD. There's yeah. so many issues, right? You think about it, right? So again, it goes back into how involved are you before you pick that stick to go? Because that's one thing that I know in the Gambia or even, you know, in, in Africa, really, I would say our communities, African communities, because education is so highly regarded Mm -hmm. but then the parents don't want to be involved and engaged Mm -hmm. but you bring a c or a d or an f Mm -hmm. you get beaten so badly Mm -hmm. just for that and Mm -hmm. i'm like is that necessary Mm -hmm. or you get yelled at stupid slapped in the face Mm -hmm. because you don't know your multiplication table why why is that necessary right yeah That actually, it brings a memory to me when you just said that. When I was in elementary school, I remembered that our teacher, oh my gosh, his name was Mr. Jiba. You know, he now, he's passed now. So may he rest in peace. He used to, oh my God, that man instilled so much terror in our hearts that I would not sleep at night because I am Mm. studying my multiplication tables at night while everybody is sleeping at 3 a.m. I was not even like 11, 12, 13. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my gosh. And that's the culture, right? The teachers, the ustases, you know, the ones who teach you the religion and all that stuff. They all have this form of punishment. I wouldn't even call it discipline. So our teacher... And I know anybody who was my classmate and they listen to this, they can attest to this. We had what we called more like morning drills. Mm-hmm. And so the morning drills, I'm sure you guys had them too in your classes. Mm-hmm. Morning that. drills, girl, is where the teacher would go around and ask each student questions. It mental could be math. Mental drills, they called mm-hmm. them. Mental mm-hmm. drills. Mm-hmm. And so and so they would ask you things like, what, uh, what's 12 times 11? What's 12 times 12? And if you don't know the answer, pop, 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 you get like a pipe on the hand, you get Mm -hmm. beat in the butt. Mm -hmm. Like this teacher, and it wasn't like he did a quick, you know, uh, round around, you know, round around to the class where he asks everybody a single question. We get it. We all sit down. We move on. We're teaching. Oh, no, 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 no. We are doing mental drilling from morning to lunch. And I mean, we have several turns. He comes around, asks you, maybe first first round around, you answered the question, you didn't get hit. Second time around, you may not answer the question right. He would beat us so badly, meaning like different people at different times. He is sweating so hard that he takes off his clothing, mm-hmm. hangs, it, hangs it on Lord the chair, mm. and he's only wearing his simis and gensobi. Mm, and he mm, continues mm, mm. hitting and hitting and hitting 
I remember one time, no name, I don't want to do name calls, but I remember this, my, my friend Yasin Toure, this was, they beat her so bad she went under the chair and he was going down there finding her under the chair to get oh, her back out. Abuse. And this is all because maybe abuse. you didn't you didn't know what's the past tense of swim. What's the past participle of this? Oh my god. Mind you though, right now you can't tell me nothing. Girl, I, I can just of tell because of you just said that you have that trauma in you because the way you just said Girl, <laughs> you ask me a word and I'll tell you the present, the past participle. Oh my god. <laughs> Like I would go to my grave with this knowledge. I was, it was fear instilled in me that I had to know those books front to back. And I did, but the method used leaves forever scar, psychological scar on the kid. And you ask yourself, yeah, this kid now knows this material, but is it worth it? Do I, do I need to know what's the past participle of swim? No. To be successful, I didn't. But so, you know, like these, it just brings those kinds of of things. And to top it off, in most households, if your teacher punished you in Gambia particular, your parent wasn't really coming to beat the teacher or the teacher didn't get in trouble because that was normalized Mm -hmm. for the teacher's to punish you a certain way. It was Mm -hmm. acceptable that if you were in school and you did something, you got in trouble. It wasn't like a letter they gave you to take home. The teacher was allowed to actually punish you in school, right? And sometimes the teachers would punish you in class in front of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Because maybe you mouth off to the teacher. They said something to you and you said something back. So that mm-hmm. just earned you a punishment in front of everybody, a slap, a kick, a beat down, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so you dare not go home and tell your parents that you got in trouble because guess what? You get in another trouble for mouthing off to the teacher, mm-hmm. right? And so this was all acceptable practice back then. I don't know if things have changed a little bit right now where more parents are not allowing the teachers to like literally do excessive punishment to their kids just because that's the teacher and they can. Mm-hmm. But um, these are things that we need to talk about and think about and be mindful about and how that would affect the child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so some people, though, would say, how about this? Let me play the devil's, de- devil's advocate. Some people would say, it's because that I was beaten as a kid that I turned out the way that I am. What do you say to that? Absolutely not. And mm-hmm. when you turn around and make a statement like that and look at me, I love when people say, look at me, I turned out okay. No, so mm-hmm. you need therapy. That's what you need. <laughs> Stop laughing, Ella. No, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Because it's always the, the, the people that have all the mental issues that are the very first ones to stand up and, nope. and support such behavior and yep. say, look at me, I turned out okay. Sir, you need therapy. You have so many issues. You can't keep a girlfriend. You can't keep a job. You don't know yep. how to behave in social settings. You right. are you are awkward. You don't know how to <laughs> manage your emotions. No, no let's be awkward. honest. Let's be honest. You're in a marriage where your wife is unhappy. Your children mm-hmm. are unhappy. Yep. You don't know how to yep. properly express emotions to your children and to your, right. to your spouse, right? Yeah. You're a little yeah. bit aggressive or you yeah. have zero emotions to show. 
You are not okay. Mm. And on top of that, and on top of that, they recreate the same things. How about they are becoming more abusive to their kids and their wives? Because that's that's what happened to them as a child. You know what I mean? And so some people do say that, like in, in, in punishing kids, you're pretty much, you're not teaching them um, peaceful ways of conflict resolution. Because if you're teaching a child, you do something wrong, I punch you, right? That you watch that child. If their sibling does something wrong, he's going to punch them. Oh, all the time. I because saw that that's when what I you just in... taught them. That's Absolutely. why they got punched, right? Uh, because uh-huh. they did something wrong. And uh-huh. it does not teach, again, like I say, it does not teach peaceful conflict resolution, right? It's just teaching them right. that, that exactly. if somebody around you does something bad, you have, to, you have to hit them. And that's the way to punish them so that they change their behavior. Uh-huh. So my, my best friend, just um, she, ha- she, she just had babies, twins. Um, they're two. So she's Pakistani, right? And so her upbringing is very similar to mine, right? Where you pop off, the parents beat you down, you get a spanking, right? You know? And so she was telling me that her and her husband, they're trying to do mindful parenting where they don't want to spank their kids, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell her, she said, right now though, Nafi, they're trying me right now. Emotionally, I tell them something, they're not listening. You know, and I'm I'm trying to restrain myself so that I don't go back to the ways that I was, I was, mm-hmm. I, I, I experienced, right? It, like I just said earlier, it's natural sometimes because it feels natural for us to be drawn back to that type of parenting because we experienced it as kids. So, and then, so I am telling her, I said, okay, so you're doing pretty good. You, you don't spank them. You talk to them. I said, what if this is a 14 year old kid, right? Your kid grows up, they're 14. You tell them something and they said you and they said to you, Mom, you better shut the hell up. I said, what are you, I said, hold on. I said, so what you gonna do now, girl? What you gonna do? And she goes, she was quiet for a second, right? And she's like, Oh, I I don't know. She said, I'll probably talk to them and say that's not an okay way to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And she said and she said, But my husband, on the other hand, if he is present and my child says to me, Shut the hell up. She says, my husband would pop him. She, he would. And so it, she's like, it's a struggle for us sometimes, you know, as parents, how we always have to check our own behavior, right? Because in order to like discipline kids, you have to understand some of the things is you have to be a good, a good example yourself, right? Mm-hmm. In order for you to tell your kids, don't do this, don't do that. But here you are doing what you're telling your kids not to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so another thing I think in general, guys, I have to say, you know, to err is human. Right. And making discipline, you know, discipline mistakes. It's part of being a parent. We are going to make mistakes. We're going to say something to our kids we wish we didn't. Right. And we're going to do things that we, we, we now will regret that I wish we didn't do that. That's all part of being human. And so that's what okay. Need, right, exactly. So but what just own it and happen, apologize. That's like, right. It really is not rocket science. Like, there it you. just right. isn't. Like, right. yes, we're going to make mistakes as parents. Sorry to jump right. in, Dr. Nafi. Like, no, that's fine. Yes, that's yes, we're going to do certain things wrong. Like Almer said, there's no perfect child, just like there's no perfect parent. So we're learning as we go. And mm-hmm. parents also need to understand that as much as we're teaching children, te- children are teaching us even more. Absolutely. But you exactly. have to be open to that. 
the mm-hmm. fact that your child is teaching you certain things. Mm-hmm. God brought this child into your life because of a reason, right? right. So maybe mm-hmm. if you need to learn patience mm-hmm. and God is going to mm-hmm. give you that one child mm-hmm. that if you don't mm-hmm. pay attention, you're going to miss all the signs. Instead yeah. of learning how to be patient, now yeah. you've become the most abusive parent in the world. Absolutely. But you've missed the mark. You've completely missed the mark. So mm-hmm. I think we have to have a symbi- symbiotic relationship with the children. Mm-hmm. You learn from them, they learn from you. When mm-hmm. they make a mistake, they apologize. Just like we right. make mistakes, they're going to make mistakes too. And he might Absolutely. say, mom, shut the F up, right? But it's a mistake because there's a lot of emotion there. There's anger, mm-hmm. maybe there's disappointment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've stopped him from going to a party with he was finally going to meet the girl that he has a crush on then that has mm-hmm. finally said yes and mm-hmm. all of that. So he can't believe you're stopping him from that opportunity and he just can't find a way to manage his emotions and his words. And he says, shut the F up, right? Mm -hmm. So you send them to their room. When they calm down, they'll come and apologize. Daddy popping the kid, it only escalates Mm -hmm. the situation. Because Mm -hmm. there's more to why he mm-hmm. resorted to that explosion. Just like mm-hmm. when they're little and they have tantrums, right? Sometimes yeah. they have tantrums because they know this is the way I'm going to get what I want from exactly. mom. Exactly. Yeah. Especially or yeah. dad, especially when mm-hmm. I'm in public, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's when we start to nyap at them like, mm-hmm. hey, oh you know? my God. Did you all get that? Because I did. Nyapati. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you mm-hmm. ask them, well, nyapati, I don't know. Well, just to uh, explain what it is for, to a lot of people, it just means pinching to pinch somebody, right? Like you're in mm-hmm. in public and the kid is acting up or you're saying things and pretty much being unruly when you're not supposed to. And the mom or dad is trying to not draw attention to you. So you get a little pinch on the butt or a little pinch on the back or something to let you know, girl, boy, you better reel it back in. Right. And sometimes when you get a little pinch, you're like, oh, oh, I, I better come. I, I better get it together. <laughs> right. And it's just it's just unnecessary, um, unnecessary punishment. Like when you, you guys are talking and I'm I think I was telling you guys earlier that, you know, um, I used to go to this Quranic. I mean, that's how I ended up. I stopped. I stopped going to Dara. Mm-hmm. which is like Sunday school, but mm-hmm. in this case, right? Mm-hmm. And so to to learn the Quran, mm-hmm. and I remember like the 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 ustas, which is the, the teacher, mm-hmm. will pick ants, you know, the black ants that bite and put it on your body. If you <gasps> make a mistake in the way you're, like, you, you're reading it, will pick the ant and put it on your body to get bit. Like, like why? Why are you doing that? Is that <sighs> necessary? So when we finally, like, told our dad our dad was like you're not going back and that was that, that was the last time I actually went to data so anything anytime like we learned it was just something like my dad or you know things that we learned on our own mm-hmm. but he was like that's that's enough I'm not sending you to a place where you get it tortured mm-hmm. and even at school like let's talk about like Gambia high school like we attended school when we had polish I know okay first of all it's it's, it's it was against the the school rules to wear nail polish but mm-hmm. we would so instead of just saying, here is nail polish remover or make sure you take it out. This is the last time. No, the ustas there would make us go outside on the concrete and we had to rub our nails on the concrete to take it out. And I'm just thinking, OK, maybe oh, I shouldn't have put on the nail polish. But why would you do that to subject? To kids? Yeah, kid to that. And do you see how we remember all these great yeah. unnecessary torturous yeah. events in our lives because they're all traumatic 
That's yeah. why we can sit down here and still have a recall on it. I can still mm. remember like sweaters that I was wearing, uh, wow. you know, the uniform I was wearing on, on days that I had with colonel polish, mm-hmm. you know, because they're traumatic events. I will not remember all the fun things while I was putting it on, but I remember <laughs> the trauma there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or even yeah. sometimes when I think about like data, that's why, I, I mean, I would, uh, anyway, I, I have my reservations too, because I don't like that it's like data means you're going to get whooping. Yeah. Like, I hate that. Yeah. You know, and everywhere you go, it's like, Ustaz, the flying F. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why does it have to be about that? You're teaching me to love God. Mm-hmm. Right? Why are you putting fear mm-hmm. and beating me? So, mm-hmm. too, yeah. you're going to make me hate it, one. Mm-hmm. Second is, you're teaching me fear. Mm-hmm. Why are you not teaching me love? Like, I, I just, I have a whole lot of things anyway mm-hmm. to share, but yeah, I just wanted to share that it's just unnecessary punishment. And I it, think it is. I agree. Yeah. And, and and you know what, um, our Mary, you're not even being taught how to love God. The 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 environment is not one of peace and Absolutely. tranquility. And it's the, the, the environment is not one that's conducive for you to learn. It's all about memorizing these verses by force, seeing yeah. who's gonna memorize the verses fastest and yeah. How many kids can you get to memorize all these verses and you have kids that you can't even control, but you're so mm-hmm. greedy that you want the money from each of these parents that you mm-hmm. keep in adding more, more students into your Quranic mm-hmm. classes than you mm-hmm. can handle. So you yeah. walk around just hitting kids because they pronounce something wrong or they yeah. miss the verse or, or they skip two lines in the verse. I remember also having Quranic uh, classes mm-hmm. in our neighborhood and the family across, they were the Falans. We used to go there to do the Quranic classes. And one day we were late. We slept in. The Ustas marched into our house, came and literally yanked us from our bunk bed and then took us to, to, to the Falun's house so that we can learn, um, start our Quranic studies because we were late. And guess what? Uh-huh. My dad was sitting in the living room and watched this man walk yeah. into his house go into his children's bedroom, mm-hmm. yank us off the bed and mm-hmm. take us with him to the, mm-hmm. to the neighbor's house so we can learn um, data. Yeah. And guess mm-hmm. what? After that yeah. incident, that was the last time we ever went there to Janga Dara. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right. my, mom, my mom was like, oh, this might be how y'all do it in Gambia, yeah. but this is not what they're going to do with my children. Absolutely. And that was the exactly. end. Yeah. And, and that's I remember that's we never went back. And the the su the sauce the sura or sar or whatever mm-hmm. that I was at was um kuliai hal kafirun. Did you finish it? <laughs> I, oh my god! I hated kuliai hal kafirun. Yalla mayalla balaha. If I heard kuliai hal kafirun, I used to tremble. I'm like, <laughs> and then you know the wording. It was it it, it one of those suras that yeah, rhymes yeah, so yeah. much. You know, la abudun ma tabudun wala antum abidun ma abadun. I'm like, whoa! I don't know. I couldn't get it together. I would always miss one of the abidun, one of the ma abiduns, because it all sounded so similar that I would always miss. So I knew I was going to get popped. So guess what? That was it. After that, we never went back to Dara. So uh-huh. my last sar that I know, I don't even know where that ranks in the number of sars in the Quran, mm-hmm. but girl, that's where I stopped. Don't ask me anything after Kuli I don't know. You didn't, you, you didn't go far. You did not go far. <laughs> I didn't go far. <laughs> you did not go far. 
Bila awak dari keluar rumah? I was so small. So imagine it. And you want this big ustaz and you know he was a wall of ustaz and I remember he had a Senegalese mm-hmm. accent and mm-hmm. I just used to be like we tell you rei makulia you hal kafirun I cannot yeah. get past this sura. So mm-hmm. you know I yeah. I also agree that you know the parents need to step up. They you can't watch other up. people beat your children and you Hell just stand no. by and say nothing that because then that says to us it's okay. Because when you told this story culturally, right? Your dad is doing what's culturally acceptable, right? That the ustas can actually they have the the freedom to come in and do that because they're seen as an authoritarian in your life as well. So it it reminded me of the same thing that I just talked about with my dad and and his brother, how he yeah. didn't in, how he didn't interfere or say anything, uh-huh. right? Because culturally you don't want to embarrass the other adult that is doing the disciplining right away, right? So uh-huh. that's also something to be mindful. Maybe even though your dad didn't agree with how he did it, it was uh-huh. culturally okay and he couldn't embarrass him in front of you kids undermining his authority that's why he let it slide just like in my dad's case with his brother right and yeah. so the teach i mean i guess the takeaway is that the adults the parents need to be mindful of that don't feel bashful to actually step in if another family member is treating your kid in a in a negative way you have to say something because uh-huh. yeah. that kid is waiting for you to say something in Absolutely. their behalf you know what i mean And, and most of the times we don't because we don't want to embarrass the adult because culturally that's what we do. Other adults can discipline you and that's okay. Your parents don't have to say anything because there's this acceptable code that we all um, discipline each other's kids and we all raise each other's kids and we all, you know, do what's best. But it's not always doing what's best for the kids in the way it's that not, it's not and i do not have any problem with letting mm-hmm. any one of my siblings my aunties my mom's brother sisters i am that girl who's going to tell you oh no we do not do those things in my house Hello. or oh Me in too. my family yeah. we do not we do not use that kind of language oh yeah. oh halima i remember because they used to say halima was very um she was very mouthy you know i mean mm-hmm. hello look, look who her mama is come on yeah. now. um <laughs> So they used to be like Halima mom da fasanywa. I'm like no, she's just letting you know how she feels and that's quite all right with us. Uh-huh. So right. if you don't like it, we will excuse ourselves. But what uh-huh. you will not do is hey Halibidin ko wara emal plasam. No, nobody's uh-huh. going to emal Halima in her place. If uh-huh. she has something to say, she's encouraged to say how she feels. Uh-huh. That's how we're raising her. If that's right. not okay with you, you can feel free to leave, ma'am, and you don't got to come back. It's okay. I would rather embarrass the adult than make my child feel like she's not supported. Because most of the time what you'll see is the children will look to you like, mm-hmm. "Oh mom, you just going to let her talk to me like that?" Right. "Oh mom, you just right. going to let her spank me?" And they're mm-hmm. waiting for you to back them up. Right. And when you right. don't, imagine what that says. The imagine the message it sends to the child. And no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I don't like those things. But another thing I wanted to say before we wrap up because I know we've yeah. been on this for a while is mm-hmm. that as much as we talk about punishment and how it for clearly we're on the we're on the same page here that most of the mm-hmm. time it's ineffective mm-hmm. and what it is is just trauma and mm-hmm. as an adult you end up having all these traumas that follow you and the people who are saying 
it helped me become a better person. That's why I'm not in jail. No, you're not in jail, but you need at least a good five, 10 therapists to help you figure out how to deal with so many other things in your life. So look That's into right. that, sir and ma'am. That's right. But That's we also need to make sure we're praising our children for good behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not all about always identifying when they do something wrong. Mm-hmm. Secondly, feel free as the parents apologize. Buying your child Fanta because you did something wrong. Buying them candy because you did something wrong. <laughs> no, it's well-meaning. It's mm-hmm. not enough. Mm-hmm. You need to apologize to your children and let them hear it from you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is something we have to work on as Africans to improve mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Figure out a way mm-hmm. to reward your child for good behavior. Mm-hmm. Praise them for their good behavior. And sometimes the best thing to do for consequences is natural consequences. Like if I yeah. tell Omar, put on your jacket, it's October, it's November, it's cold outside. Mommy, I'm not going to be cold. You know what? Don't fight with him. Let him mm-hmm. go outside in a t-shirt. That's right. That's because right. that cold will send him right back in the house. That's you don't right. need to thank him. You don't need to yell. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. sometimes natural consequences. But when I say that also, that doesn't mean watch a child put mm-hmm. their hand in fire and you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. extreme. Let's be clear. And we do that a lot in our African cultures. No, that's extreme. This is a child. So I'll, I'll stop there. I'll give it to you, Dr. Nafi. Yeah. Girl, we could really literally talk about this all day long because it just, once people talk, you start, you know, remembering certain things, certain events, you know, but I think, I mean, to end it up, what we need to maybe focus a little bit on is just what are some of the good ways to discipline? What are a few pointers that people can take along with them and kind of work on it? Because it's 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 a working progress, especially if you are a parent who was raised differently. The way you were raised, you had a lot of punishment than 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 discipline, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a struggle for a lot of our African moms and dads, we get that. And we're not by any means saying that punishment is, you know, exclusively seen in Africa. Oh, no, it's not. Because a lot of different cultures, you go to Asia, they do it. Heck, I have white friends who said that their dad used to put them in the in the deep freezer as their punishment. So mm-hmm. there's different. It happens in every culture, every race, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess we are focusing on Gambia because we're all Gambians and that's what we know. That's where we grew up. And so it's natural for us to use our experiences and highlight it as we discuss this. So I don't want to make it seem like only Africans or only Gambians do punishment, you know, with their kids. And with that said, I think some of the few things that, you know, we can maybe keep in our minds, you guys have touched up on this already. It's just to discuss these problems respectfully, you know, with your kids but firmly, right? You got to make sure that you're firm because it is a child you're talking to. So you can't be he 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 and kakakakaing while you're trying to talk to them about what they have done, right? And you want to make sure that you also calm yourself before you discipline. That's a big one. And Anna, you touched up on that because Uh if you try to discipline a kid right after they do something, chances are you're going to be more reactive, Versus being proactive, right? Right. And so right. you want to make sure you, you know, when you're reprimanding somebody, just take a second, calm yourself down and then talk to them. 
And then again, be a good example, right? In the way you set examples. If you're telling your kids, don't do this, then you don't also go do that. Don't be telling your kids, don't smoke cigarettes and that daddy's over there lighting it up, smoking. So you got to be a good example for your children. And find approaches that work best for each child because every child is different, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a one, one size fits all. You can't yell at every kid. You can't spank every kid. Spanking on the butt may work for Ibrahima. Spanking on the butt may not work for Fatu. Maybe Fatu likes being talked to and then she mm-hmm. gets it and she's done with it. So just find something that works for each child, right? And also... um, uh, and discuss with them what they could do better, right? But the, the the most important thing is consistent consequences. You need to make sure that whatever the consequences are, they need to be consistent, right? And and this one, Anna, you can relate because you talked about it that your 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 dad used to be long winded with the with the lectures, right? My you husband. Wanna, you want to be short and clear, mm-hmm. right? Keep it short and clear about their wrong behavior you don't want to do the long like you know theses because what happens especially in a small child their like focus is gone their attention can only be for a few minutes and you keep talking an hour later and they're over there like looking at the you know playing a game because they've you've already lost their focus and what happens you get more upset and frustrated that they have already moved their focus to something else and you, what do you do? You hit them or you yell, right? So keep it nice and short uh, statements and just to let them know what it is that they're doing well and not doing well and why they did what they did and they can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And when you do discipline them, this is a big one, right? Make sure that if you're taking away their TV, in their room, maybe because they leave their TV on all the time and you've told them multiple times to, you know, shut the TV off or turn it off when you leave and they don't. So if you take the TV out of the room, right? Punishment would be taking it out of the room indefinitely. Versus uh-huh. versus discipline would be taking the TV out of the room for, let's say, a day or two. Do you see the difference? And some of the parents, they get upset. They're like, I'm taking your video game. I'll give it to you in a month. Okay, that's a bit, uh, uh, you know, it's a bit too much. So that's more of a punishment versus discipline. So you need to make sure you gauge what the punishment is or the discipline is you are giving to the child, right? But with that said, we're not saying that do not discipline your kids, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. people, they go the extreme. I have seen, I've seen friends who don't discipline, period, right? And that's the, that's, the, that's the type of people you see at the store where you tell the kid, don't take the candy, and they slap you in the face and said, yes, I will take it. Okay? Uh-huh. You, I have seen that at the store. And I said, oh, Lord, God, help me. I don't know who this kid is, but Lord, just let me be in the room with him for 10 minutes. But I no, think, I, think <laughs> I just wanted to come in that I think, you know, sometimes, and it goes back to the discipline, right? Mm-hmm. It just goes back to what you teach your children. Yeah. I think if you, if you teach them well, you teach them manners, you're not mm-hmm. going to get somebody that will slap you. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So it right. all, it goes back. So in this case, they the don't kids. teach at all. They're not doing it. They don't teach them. Yeah. They're not so doing any discipline. if they cuss you out, mommy, shut up. Mm. My kids are not stupid to tell me that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they mm-hmm. know, they know. I boundaries. Mean, as long as, yeah, they know the boundaries. We mm-hmm. laugh, we joke, we fun, but 
those type of things they just don't come out mm-hmm. because you've taught mm-hmm. them well mm-hmm. right and and that's what that's the example that i'm trying to set that yeah. everything you put out there is what you're going to receive correct so you know it's the same thing with your children if you have the respect we can laugh joke oh mommy this or that right. but when it comes down to business you know because we mm-hmm. have those conversations mm-hmm. so you talk to them like adults you receive that yeah so if they slap you on the face oh yeah like can you imagine <laughs> right First of all i don't know right. if i slap you where you'd be but if you teach them they won't be slapped on you because they know it's bad right. to raise your hands right right that was tell them use words etc right but i think that's what it comes down to you teach them yeah when you teach them you get civilized people in your in in society if you don't right. teach them whatever you get that's what you right. get right mm-hmm. right right then you have adults who then can't even self regulate they're spoiled they're selfish and they become leaders who can't take no for an answer well, but i digress That's anyway, it. let's guys. wrap up. Guys, I don't even I don't even think we have time to do this in Wallaf and Mandinka, guys. I mean, no. I know you would like to hear it, but we don't have time to even do this in Wallaf and Mandinka. We would have a quick segment where we just summarize at another date. We'll just have to summarize. Yes. It would be good to also understand. do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do uh maybe our next episode will do um the wolof and and i think yeah. um our mary is now ready to do the jola and yeah. then um no it's uh, cool. Dr. Na- don't forget oh. it's the pull ah. okay. the pull oh, oh, yeah, mary yeah, you're yeah, good yeah, with yeah, yeah. pull pull the um, pull yeah yeah jam tun hey pull ta samasat oh my goodness yeah yeah i'm so ready i told you so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we will definitely be giving you the three languages next episode where we will just get back on this topic but only yeah. i will do well of our mary will do fula and and dr nafi will will give us the mandinka as she always does you got Thanks, it ladies all good right night. till next time good night <laughs>